attention. This is a matter of national security. After a meteorite crashed into the New Jersey Turnpike, the following digital audio transmission from the You Watch I Listen podcast was intercepted by NASA scientists in the year 2019. The You Watch I Listen podcast is about to start. Sit down, listen close, and try not to die. The You Watch I Listen podcast starts now. had to be evacuated for a bomb threat. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, take it out, take it out. <laughs> yeah, oh, suck it nice and slow. <laughs> a couple other really funny news stories. Kenny G. Who the fuck is Kenny G? The fucking clarinet player. Oh, suck it nice. <laughs> what did he do wrong? He's being Charles Manson all weird. In the middle of it, he cuts her off and goes, Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, take it out, take it Dude, out. Dude, now I see why people followed Charles Manson. He was very straightforward. Yeah, he had the right idea. Time for the You Watch I Listen podcast, and always remember, don't sniff it, just do it. We're recording already? We're recording already. That was already. quick, Josh. I'm cool. impressed. All right. Hey, guys. Hello. Uh, Josh, welcome back. Yes. Hi, Josh. Uh, you weren't here the last two weeks, right? Uh, no, uh, just no, last week. Okay, just last week is yep. what? It, yeah, that's right. You couldn't bring your computer was what it was two weeks ago, I think. Well, Correct. no, he, he brought it, but he forgot the mouse. Oh, yeah, I forgot the mouse. <laughs> the mouse, yeah, so we just said fuck it. Um, how, was your, how was your trip? Uh, man, it was great. Uh, I don't want to live in New Jersey anymore. I wanna, really? I want to move to California. Uh, how does the wife feel about that? Oh, I don't care. She can stay if she wants. <laughs> so what is going to be a long-distance marriage? No, it's just over. <laughs> I think that's, that's one called way to divorce. Do it. That's one uh, way to do was it. she still angry at you for Disney? No, no, no. no. She got over it because you didn't even really get to do anything, did you? No, I mean, I, I went walked out. Around. I walked around. You know, I, I took in the sights and sounds. Did you go on any of the the rides or the no, lines dude, were too you know, crazy? So like, here's the thing, like. If I go to Florida and I'm with somebody, I don't mind waiting online. Sure. I'm not going to wait in a two and a half hour line by myself because then it's like fucking. You're Stephen Cl- well, no, Glansberg. then you're someone else right now. Stephen Glansberg. <laughs> okay, if you say Stephen Glans, it's Stephen Glansberg, Colucci. What's the difference? <laughs> it's tomato, tomato. <laughs> Literally. Uh, how much in and out did you eat while you're out there? Most. How all, many times? All, all, all Four. Four times. Yeah. Nice. That's that's adequate for what? How are we out there? A week. Yeah, that's more than adequate. I would say um, the the limit should be one once a day if you're out there for seven days. Yeah. Um, the only reason the fifth day I didn't go is because I went to the buffet at the Bellagio. Oh, very nice. good buffet. Is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, most of the, all, the hotels in Vegas, mm-hmm. their buffets are dude, awesome. All those buffets, yeah. I had I went to a buffet at the Aria and yeah. I had so many crab legs. Yeah, that, dude. that's where I stayed awesome. when yeah. I was out there. Aria is awesome too. Aria's that's a nice favorite. fucking we, joint. We stayed last year and this year. We stayed in the Excalibur, which sucks ass. 
Yeah, that's it's a, that's like the dated, it's stuck that's in the, the cheap 70s. casino from Vegas but, Vacation where you dude, can play that, that's, war. That's even better. Dude, that's, that's better <laughs> than me because you were at least on was, the strip, kind of. Because I, I stayed at the fucking Palm. That was awful. Yeah, that's yeah, Palm's that's, not great. Uh, so, but I mean, it was strategic, and and my strategy paid off. Uh, I said, okay, well, I'm going to pick the cheapest possible hotel. Yep. And my boss is the kind of guy who doesn't like that sort of thing. Sure. So I was like, we're going to pick the cheapest hotel, and I'm going to convince him to stay at the most expensive hotel. When he says, all right, I'm done with this. We're not staying here again. And uh, reverse that was, psychology. That yeah. was this. He goes, this fucking hotel sucks. My room smells like bleach. We're staying somewhere else next year. So give me a nice hotel. I said Bellagio. He said, okay, we're staying the Bellagio there you next go. year. Hell yeah. So, so there yeah. you go. So you already set up for next year, and you can plan your in and out day again. Well, no, fuck the in and out day. I'm planning my next LA day, dude. I just I loved. First of all, it's like you know how I like photo esque stuff. Sure. Right? The drive through the Mojave. Oh and yeah. Driving yeah. through those mountains was the coolest fucking scenery That's I've some of my, ever seen. My favorite my shit about out west is uh, the just driving through certain spots. Yeah. Um, like when we did the drive from Vegas to Utah, that is an unbelievably beautiful drive. It's nice. Through some of these mountains, you lose cell phone service, so you can just really take it in. Um, I just booked my vacation for the summer, going out to Colorado. Super fucking pumped about. Going to hit a Rockies game while I'm out there. Nice. So I'm going doing two parks this year that I haven't been to. We're going up to. We're going to go to Boston. We're going to go to Fenway. Oh yeah. Um, and we're going to go. I'm going to go to Coors Field. Not that that's like one of those parks you have to go to, yeah, but right. they have good food apparently. And marijuana is legal in Colorado. Damn right. There you go. And I'm, yeah, I'm going to Denver. Uh, Denver in September. I'm cool. going to St. Louis in March. Word word. Um, what are you going to St. Louis for? Uh, my buddy wants to go. Oh, nice. So, cool. well, he likes to play Pokemon Go. Uh, so, so there's like a Pokemon Go fest out there, and I'm like, well, opening okay. day is the 26th, yeah. and it starts the 27th. Dude, out so there, like, you'll be a fucking 10 at the Pokemon Go festival. Oh, dude, easy. <laughs> like so, you're a solid five out there. You're a 10. I don't even play that much. Like I play like sparingly, but I figured why the it's fuck not? I mean, like I've never been there. I figured why not? You know, I, I just want to go out and see shit. Yeah, sure. Bro, um, my, my favorite thing. About the drive to California. You guys are going to like this. I was so assholishly me. Okay. I rented a convertible Mustang. Okay, You're, yes, that is assholishly you. And oh I'm driving through the desert with my fucking... We're, we're in a, it, first of all, it's 60 degrees. It's not like it's hot. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the desert. It's, it's nice. It's it's dry. But it's, just, like, it's a cool temperature. But I'm wearing shorts and a fucking tank top. So your nipples I'm an were asshole. chafing. So you are cold. You were like Hard. Andy doing the yeah, marathon on the office with his nipples bleeding. Oh, my nipples. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're chafing. The 5K for rabies. They start, yeah. they start bleeding at the end. Yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, I might be going out to San Francisco in May as well. So I had Watch this, out for the homeless people. Well, I, well, that's one of the things I'm actually excited about. I thought you were going to say something else. Yeah. The gay homeless people. People, homo <laughs> people. Don't, so don't bend over. I had, I had a meeting with one of the companies I work with yesterday, and he's like, "Are you a golf fan?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> he's like, "Well, we actually ha- give out to a lot of the people we work with. We give them a PGA Tour tickets or PGA Championship tickets, and we'll fly you out there. We'll put you up in like a really nice house and give you two like the Master Ground passes for it." I'm like, "Hell yeah, I'll go. Might as well go." Yeah. And one of the reasons I thought about the homeless is because it's legally allowed to shit in the street in San Francisco. Oh, so you're all about so, that life. Photo esque for me. Is someone taking a picture of me fucking dropping a deuce in the middle of the street? That's gonna be awesome. Like I absolutely want that. Like the video I sent in the Instagram today, the guy <laughs> jumping and shitting in reverse. So stupid. Uh, Taylor, how was your week? Uh, same as always, just busy. Once once this winter is over, I'm back to actually doing shit. Yeah, it's when you can become more social. Yeah, it's easier to like stay out late. You don't have to worry about being on call nah. or anything like that. Um, yeah, I mean this is your hell season. Yeah, like, this sucks. is my hell week right now. My my boss is literally making me think about like a, 
like a multiple murder suicide this week. He he's literally. I was telling Taylor before you got here, Josh. He sets up this target for me. He's like, and for the company, he's like, you got to hit this. You got to hit this. And as he sets up the target, and I'm trying to hit it, like you know, gun range. I'm trying sure. to hit it. Yeah, yeah. He's moving the fucking target. <laughs> like, and then he's gonna be like, why did you hit this? I was like, why well, you fucking change the rules 15 different times? Like, yeah. I I can't. I've I've sent him so many scolding emails this week that are just so condescending and rude. Good. I yelled at him earlier this week. Like, yelled. Like, he left on Tuesday or Monday night. He was there before he left. I was screaming at him in the office. And uh, I, I, I can't. I can't. I'm getting so angry. I'm not going to quit my job. <laughs> I know that's what some people jump to oh instantly. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have to work late on Friday. I have to find a new job. <laughs> that's welcome, not why he was mad. Welcome I, to the real fucking I can't, world. I can't divulge specifically why he was no, mad. No, it's fine. It's just every Saturday night, you know, when i got to make a sales call, I'm just going to post pictures of uh, Malcolm X getting mad. <laughs> <laughs> Stop reaching in my pocket. Gotcha. I wish you had to say that. But other than that, week was... Uh, I'm trying to think what I even did this weekend no uh, a couple of the cares. landlord's college friends came over and i took a lot of medicine i had a few drinks i watched the the free ufc fights that was fun yeah. and that was that was really about it i didn't do much and sunday what did i do we went bowling um and uh the pennings which pennings food is awesome Pennings is great they, yeah. they make an it's called a cape cod reuben they have there cape cod it's uh it's like a they, they have really good fish and chips at yes. pennings and so it's the fish coleslaw and um on on rye so yeah. it's like a reuben just with fish rather than so corned beef you haven't lived and when we're gonna go when we go uh, when we get there is that you haven't lived until you fucking eat fish and chips like in boston well, i, I have to fresh I have it is to. dude is a fucking and the lobster rolls there it's like ridiculous. people that come out here they have to have pizza oh they have and to have if you go to you got to have a cheesesteak. It's not that great. It, they're good. I mean, they're definitely like, it's not you only have to get them in Philly. No, I, I understand I've that. I've had good cheesesteaks outside of Philly. Wildly overrated. Yeah. It's just, specifically Gino's. Pat's is the place Pat's to go. Pat's is definitely the place to go, but it's just one of those things. If you've never been to Philly, you have to get a cheesesteak. You have to do it, it once. You have to. have to visit the Liberty Bell. Like you have to lick Chicago, the Liberty Bell. If you're in Chicago, you ha you, if you're in Chicago, you got to get deep dish pizza and a Chicago style hot dog, just like um, our original opening song used to say. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, what, what did uh, what, someone describe deep dish? to me is a, it's a baby pool filled with pizza sauce it's, and cheese. Yeah, it's pizza soup. Pizza I mean, I still want to try it. I have to have it at some point. Right? One time Portnoy was doing a uh, <laughs> he was doing a review of a Chicago deep dish pizza, and the homeless guy goes, "Hey man, can I have a piece?" He goes, "Okay, but you have to review it with me." He takes the plate, he takes the piece, and runs away. Yeah, I, that's <laughs> dude. Why would you ever trust the homeless to take anything and let's just be like, "Yeah, I'll go along with it." Oh, the, I mean, the only homeless video I ever saw where a, guy, a homeless guy really took it in stride is when Opie stomped on his cake, oh, which wow. is one of my favorite videos to this day. Is fucking phenomenal. Dude. But um, this is episode eighty six. You watch, I listen. Uh, it's January 29th, 29th. 29th. We're uh, just yep. a couple days away from the Super Bowl, which I'm sure we're going to talk about. Um, but with the Super Bowl coming up, a lot of people placing bets. They're placing um, you know, teaser, teasers on it. Teasers, player props, the um, nine. Now, Taylor, if you wanted to place a bet, or if Josh wanted to place a bet, um, and he's never really done it before, and he wants to just you know test the waters, if he wants to put some money in, where should he go? Where would you recommend this as someone that gambles quite often? Wow, these are all leading questions. Uh, so I would choose Bet DSI. Ooh, can you tell me why you would choose Bet DSI, Taylor? That's a great question, Dan. Let me give you a couple reasons. One, they've been playing, uh, playing. Well, that too. They've been paying winners for over 20 years, and there's one of the top-rated sites on all betting review sites. Uh, you use your sports knowledge to make some extra cash this week, next week, and every week moving forward. And they have a very user-friendly interface and mobile site, plus some of the best customer service in the game. Bet DSI is the fastest payouts in the industry. Simple: you play, you win, and you get paid. It's that easy. They off, uh, they offers uh, betting options for everything. Bet on MLB and NBA, NFL. 
NHL, UFC, and all other major sports, politics, reality TV, esports, virtually anything. I'm sure you could have bet on the attendance at Trump's rally in Wildwood today. I'm sure you could have bet on a I think it was 7,500. There was like a there was like 100,000 no, people waiting. 100,000 people that like that showed up to the rally. Yeah, correct. They wanted in, but it was only 7,500. You probably could have bet on that though. That's what I'm saying. And, but above all, I else, definitely would have taken the under. You could bet on the Super Bowl this year. You could definitely bet on the Super Bowl. But you also try live betting at BetDSI, where you could bet on uh, bet on the games from start to finish, every play and every minute until the very end. New be- uh, new members get 100% bonus match offer when you use promo code YWIL. It's more than double your money to start winning today. I play there myself, and I recommend BetDSI if you want to add some excitement to the sports you love and any other sports you may be watching. Once again, go to BetDSI.com and use promo code YWIL and get this limited time 100% bonus match offer, plus a $25 free wager go out and test the waters. Big kicker here, if in order to get that, you have to deposit. Make your deposit. Make the, the deposit. $25 ain't worth it. You're getting a 100% bonus match. I, the $25 is nice, but put put 50 bucks in. If you're gonna, put 60 bucks if in. You're gonna, if you're going to put 100 you're going to get two. So that yeah. way you can make a bigger bet. That's yeah. going to be better Especially for you. if you're confident in your bet. You're going to win all that back. You're going to make, you get the $25 regardless. Easy. And not to mention with the Super Bowl, literally in a couple days, it's literally a no-brainer. Absolutely. And you don't miss out and go make some extra cash this betting season. Once again, it's only a game until you bet at BetDSI. Thank you again to those Guys, we're so happy to have them back in our yes, corner. Yes, uh, really, really like BetDSI. And um, yeah, with the game coming up, you should be go trying to make some extra money and make those fucking deposits, people. It's the easiest. It's literally the easiest Yeah, part. It's, it's free money. Mm-hmm. It's free money. Like, free money. Just put 50 bucks in. Mm-hmm. Put 100 bucks in. Put anything in. If you want to put a lot, put a lot in. I put believe 500, it, you get 1,000. I believe it's up to $1,000 they will yeah. match. I believe. That is fantastic. Um, okay, so you want to do our reviews uh, first? Uh, yeah. Do you mind if I go first, actually? Yeah, why don't we say for, uh, shout out first to our friends over at Lobo Sound. That's a good idea. If you're thinking about advertising, call Lobo Sound. If you need a website, call Lobo Sound. And that's because Lobo Sound's world-renowned commercial production and website construction in English, Spanish, and Polish have made Lobo Sound a fixture in the Chicago radio and digital advertising communities. But Lobo Sound isn't limited to Chicago. Alaska, Atlanta, Toronto, Toledo, Hawaii, New Jersey, New York, Montecito, California. Wherever you are, Lobo Sound has your back. Lobo Sound helps you reach your target market effectively and affordably. Reach who you want to reach when you want on all devices and applications. For more information, call Lobo Sound at 630-244-9704. That's 630-244-9704. Or you can visit them at www.lobosound.com. That is lobosound.com. Mention you watch, I listen, and you will get a 10% discount. So visit lobosound.com or call them at 630-244-9704. And give a shout out to the Drunk Fat. After we do our reviews, I was gonna, okay. Yeah, I after we do our reviews, I didn't know where it was. we do one before rather than three straight reads. Um, they're they're drunk and sloppy and yeah, gay. Fair enough. Just making sure that was the right one. Yes. So you gave me Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep, the Shining sequel, which I don't know if Josh has seen yet. So um, this is not going to be spoiler free. Which I think you have an idea of how it goes. So so wait, I can. You kind of spoiled it. He kind of spoiled it in the chat yesterday, anyway. So yeah, <laughs> go on. Oh, I, I just assumed you saw. Yeah, it. I'm sorry. I no, apologize. Right. I, I do not. Okay, care. Taylor. Okay, fair please, Doctor Sleep. Uh, fuck. This movie. Uh, no, listen. That was just that was upon initial viewing. Um, I understood still, where you were coming from. Fuck this movie, and and I, there was you subtly said fuck you when you said you know it's not real, right? <laughs> I absolutely said that. Well, well, okay. So I, no, I here, here's here's my problem, right? I was as angry as you when I first saw it. To be fair, it's District Nine angry. It's Black Hawk Down angry. Well, like, see, I understood being angry at Black Hawk Down because that was real. 
Well, no. Well, here's the thing. Here's okay. So there's one part in the movie where uh, it, there's this cult called the True Knot that go around stealing people's shine. So essentially, they're murdering people. Yeah, they're like a uh, satan, like almost like a satanic, satanic kind of cult. It's a satanic yeah, they make cult. sacrifices uh, led by Tom Cruise's girlfriend from uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. And uh, yes, <laughs> I forget she's her name. She's hot. She's great. Yeah, Stevie um, Nicks look like I said right. The hat and everything. I was gonna say, listen, it looks like uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan's sister, Stacy Ray Vaughan. I was about to say Stevie Nicks Vaughan. No, that's 100 percent of Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yeah. But uh, so the the one part that really pissed me off, I had to turn it off and I had to like take I had to like take a take lap, a breather. Was um, they kidnapped this kid in Iowa who they who they knew they had this particular shine, and they like the kid is screaming, "Let me go! Let me go! Please! I won't tell anyone!" And they just tie him up by um, uh, by his arms and legs, and then you don't see her stab him, but you it's insinuated that they keep stabbing and stabbing, yeah, and they, they're breathing in his steam, and, and it's a very very graphic scene yeah, because I, then as it progresses, then there's more blood, and the kid is screaming, and he and can't you see stop. his life like kind of you see his like will to fight going and, away and, like, and I thought how they found him was really interesting at the baseball game yeah, like how he was hitting everything I was I, I thought yeah. that was really interesting how they tried to find these kids that had the very strong shine yeah right um, and in the baseball aspect being in the Midwest it was very realistic to where most great baseball prospects yeah, come from sure. as well so Besides, I, uh, you know Dominican Republic. Yeah, well, <laughs> so I, I, I know I definitely jumped ahead so th- this is the follow-up to the shining so again Ewan McGregor plays Danny Torrance grown-up version yeah who's the kid of Jack um, most famous for the here's Johnny shit. yeah um, this movie actually is really, really good. Uh, the, 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 like the up until they they kill the entire true knot, or like the, they ambush yeah, when him. they do that whole ambush scene. I so, was like, holy shit! So when they do that is when it picks up for me. Because other than that, it was like a psychological thriller. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of good stuff going for it. But Ewan McGregor is fantastic. He's in very good in it. Um, I will say he plays a great drunk. Yeah. Um, I do so, in New Jersey, of course. In New Jersey, 2011. <laughs> because there's nothing else to yeah, do here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so the. The ambush scene. It, to me, it doesn't get great until that ambush scene. I agree scene. completely. And then once you once they once they get to the actual overlook, that's when it everything well, was that like was, it built up perfectly. Yes. And the ambush scene was probably the right moment for it to get there because it was really good and it was interesting and it, it left you intrigued. Like it was there was a, this a- aspect of, of it was mystical. It was actually a really nice crescendo if you think yeah, about it. Yeah. And the the thing that got me in the ambush scene was kill yourself. And like, I was not ready for that. I nope. was like, oh! And I felt so bad because that Billy dude was such was a great, great character. I liked him a lot. Um, now, but I don't want to spoil the ending because I know I know Josh doesn't care, but I'd rather not spoil the ending. The ending well, is I very can. good. I, I can so, because he read The Shining. I okay. don't know. You didn't read Doctor Sleep, right, Josh? Okay. Okay. I, so, I, well, then I'll say it then. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so, essentially what happens is Danny takes all of these all, all these things that tormented him as a, as a child. All you the know? ghosts from The Shining that followed him around. Exactly. So, and, and they're all locked in, uh, they're all locked in these boxes Which that Dick Halloran taught him how to lock away. Right. And um, they're all in the uh, the overlook maze in the snow. Yeah. So as in his head more or less. Right. Yeah. So as um as uh, what's her name is come is coming up the stairs. It's very reminiscent of Rose when, the Hat. Uh, of Rose the Hat of when um uh, Jack is going up with Shelley Duvall. Oh, they did some the really they did a whole scene where Danny's on the stairs with an axe and she's walking up the stairs talking to and, him and like, like, where, and like how and, did we miss and, you all these years? And stalking him. It was him exactly and shit. like The Shining when Jack yeah. is walking up. So uh, which is really cool. So then she's like, you know, she uh, she fucking stabs him and she's breathing in his shine. It's like, oh, you taste like whiskey. It's fucking delicious or whatever. And it's like, who are, what are all these people? And like, they're stalking. 
starving. Next thing you know, every single the fucking twins, character the, come the, out the, at the, the same the, 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 time. The butler guy, Dude, from the, it, it, all of them come out and they attack her. The only thing, the only person you don't see, you don't see the, you don't see the bear that blew the dude. Yeah, you don't um, see that scene, <laughs> but you get to see the woman in the bathtub. There's some yeah. actually legitimately creepy parts in it. Yes, when he's laying in bed and you see the hand on him in the beginning. Yeah. Um, now, what I was gonna say that is, um, I I told you when I was hyping it up that um, it borrowed elements from Stephen King's Shining book, and specifically the ending where he stays in the furnace room. Mm -hmm. That's the ending from The Shining with Jack. Jack yeah. in the the book, he goes into the furnace room and he blow burns the place to the ground. Yeah. So that's why I see Stephen King was like happier with it because it did take the elements that that the house was more evil than that Jack was just instantly this bad guy, which is what his biggest issue was. Which if I was the author, I could understand that as much as I loved both the movie and the book. But um, I thought the ending was really really well done. I like the chick, uh, the chick at the beginning that they got to play Shelley Duvall. Oh, that, um, she looks just she, like her. She was and the really guy good. That even did the Jack kid. did a good impersonation. So that was probably my favorite scene because that's my favorite scene in The Shining is they're at the bar. Oh, that was great. And then what he's talking about is like take your medicine, take your medicine, which is actually from the book if yep. I'm not mistaken. Correct. Um, a couple Easter eggs that I really enjoyed. There's even more so, that I picked up on the second time. Yeah, right. When he's interviewing with the doctor in the well, beginning. I was just about to say that. So when he's interviewing with the doctor, I forget the guy's name. He's literally in everything. Mm -hmm. um, is that character the, actor? He's yeah, in Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's um, he, uh, the office is uh, incredibly similar to the same office that Jack Torrance. When he first interviews at the when Overlook. Has, correct. Um, there's a uh, what the fuck? Uh, you know, obviously the red rum, the murder, the most chilling. Um, obviously, the best nostalgia that I have for this movie is when he, when he goes in the, when he goes into the room and he sees red rum murder. Of backwards, course, yeah, that was and he and sticks then, his head and through. He, he sticks his head through where Jack stuck his head through. That was really excellent. The, the um, little girl was really really good too. She was great. Uh, I liked the fact that it was Abra. Uh, her yeah. name or her name was Abra. The first thing I thought of was so silly. Was like, who's that Pokemon? Yeah, Abra. Abra, right? That's the first thing I thought. It was so <laughs> stupid. Um, but the the movie is is very good. Like I said, very well shot. Um, and then when uh, when Danny gets taken over by all his his demons, when he basically becomes Jack. He he's walking around. He's got that fucked up limp. He has the axe and he's chasing Abra like like uh, Jack chased Danny. Um, it it does great job of paying homage to The Shining while still remaining its own thing. Yeah, it it, it, it does um, a great job, like kind of veering off, and it, it reminds you that it's about The Shining. Correct. But it becomes its own thing. It doesn't just lean on it like we've seen so many similar type stories do. Yeah, right. Um, and then the last thing I want to say uh, with the boiler room, um, as someone who works on boilers. Unrealistic. Very unrealistic. I, I, when uh, I saw it, I was just, like, oh, I hope this happens to Taylor. Just just because, <laughs> listen, it, to build up that kind of steam pressure, that takes way too long. Yeah. Instead of just flipping they gotta a switch. they got to take some scientific liberties. Of course. <laughs> but, like, you, you have safety controls. Yeah, I'm boring sure, everyone sure. to death. So, uh, yeah, that's the only issue I have with it, that the boiler burning scene was not realistic. Fuck yourself as someone who does that. <laughs> um, but, to, again, to give it a realistic uh, ranking... Um, because I watched it once and I did enjoy it, but the thing pissed me off. Uh, I will give it just a six. Yeah, fair. Um, I think it's a very good movie. I, I, it's hard to compare to The Shining. You can't. You can't. It's talking it, a top five all-time horror movie. And this is not as much a horror movie as The Shining so was. So I, I, I talked to my buddy Doug, who I work with, because he was asking me about it. He's like, oh, did you see Dr. Sleepy? Because we both love The Shining. And I go, dude, you have to watch this movie. So he watched and he came back to me and goes, dude, I didn't think it was going to be that good. It's, dude, it so the first really time I was. saw it, I was like a six out of ten. I really liked it. Yeah. When I watched it again and I picked up 
about more things and there wasn't as much of like I'm sitting there waiting for the, all these things to happen I liked it even more it's one of those there's certain movies that when you see them a second time you're like you did it with the Rise of Skywalker Josh where it's like it hit differently yeah. so Doctor Sleep hit differently and then it went up to like an 8 out of 10 yeah, for me. So like it just missed my top 10 a couple of things I liked the the opening Warner Brothers logo the same exact score the music, from The Shining bum, was exactly bum, the same um, when Danny and Abra are driving to the Overlook yeah. they used the, so the, this is because yep. I, I bought it and I watched the special features they used the same exact shots from the opening of the yep. original Shining but they just superimposed snow correct so that was actually really that good was, there's only two shots that were taken from the original film and put into that, that was, one it, was the, it the elevator the elevator that's, that's exactly, the only other one yeah right um, um, but, I, but I also want to give a shout out I don't know the guy's name the guy that plays Jack Torrance I like that they don't insinuate that it's him but they make him look yeah, like it I yeah. like that a little bit I thought bit. that was really smart and, and he did a pretty good Jack impression the, I mean a as subtle, good as, as, a subtle Jack impression as good as you can because like it, it, Jack Torrance is an iconic character yeah, in cinema history and I just like that like he had because he so Jack's the whole big thing is that he looks down and, and his eyes look yeah, the, up and with that smile, the Private Pile smile, exactly. which is in every yeah. single Stanley Kubrick film. Exactly. Um, but again, this is a it is a good movie. It's I it's, it's actually this is the second Stephen King adaptation you've given me this year. What was the other one? It uh, Chapter Two. It Chapter Two. Correct. So yeah. I, we're, we're, not, actually, we're actually on a pretty solid Stephen King kick right yeah, now. Yeah, it's it's really cool. And I was watching YouTube videos with like Easter eggs, trying to figure it out. There's a lot of especially in subtle. this in this one. There's very subtle Dark Tower yeah. references mm-hmm. in here from the book. John Josh would know that more than yeah, I would. Yeah, well, that's why Josh is definitely going to watch Doctor Sleep at some point. Yeah, yeah I, I almost watched it, a, um, or well, I wanted to watch it like a week ago, but it wasn't available yeah. for rent yet. But it's cool for like it's people like, I bought it like, like, a fucking like idiot. Josh and I that are big Stephen King fans that all this work of his is being like done properly now. Like, I don't know if you've seen The Outsider yet. They're doing a great job with The Outsider so far. It's I'm like, starting to turn. It's it's really a lot like the first season of True Detective so far. Cool. I mean, I read the book, so I kind of I know where it's going, but the cast is really good. Um, it, it, it feels like True Detective, yeah. um, but it is cool to see Stephen King's stuff is really being because there was that stretch from the mid '80s to the early 2000s where it was all made for TV movies, like yeah. Storm of the Century, and none of them were good. <laughs> like I'm happy that they're trying to do it right, although they did just cancel the Amazon Dark Tower series, which kind of sucks. And like M- Michael That's Rooker annoying. was supposed to be in it. That would have been good. Yeah, they'll figure it out eventually. I hope so. They've been saying it for fucking well, 20 years. Well, they're going to figure out the Dark Tower. Well, they'll they'll I'm telling eventually. you what. I, I, I can almost guarantee you if they cancel that, they're going to cancel the fucking Lord of the Rings thing. I, that one, I, I doubt I, it. Dude. Well, they already picked that up for a second season. The Dark Tower. They haven't even released it yet. I know, they, but they, they apparently they like the script so much. They already optioned it for a second season. It's going to be a two billion dollar show. Like the Dark Tower good. only filmed the pilot, and they said no, kind of like with the first Game of Thrones prequel that they were trying to make with Naomi Watts, and that yeah. got canceled. Um, but uh, I'm glad you liked it. I figured mm. you would. It's one of those ones. I think if you were a Shining fan, you have to watch it. Mm-hmm. It's a very. It, it's nothing is. The Shining, and if you go in there expecting it to be anywhere near the level of The Shining, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. Immediately. But it's a really good movie. Um, Josh, you're a big Mike Flanagan fan. I, am. I love Mike Flanagan. He's a, he's a, one of the best directors in horror at creating an atmosphere in his films. Absolutely. And The Shining captured the atmosphere of the original Shining while creating its own element of despair and um, desperation as that, well. That was a big thing I took away was that it did it did enough to pay homage to the original source material while still being its own yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. Alright, so you gave me, um, the album you gave me was 
a story so far, proper dose. Um, I didn't really know much about this album. I've heard a bunch of stories so far throughout the years. You kind of can't miss them when you listen to the kind of music we do for the most part. Yeah, you really can't. Um, I really, really like this album. I wouldn't cool. say I necessarily loved it. It's probably on the same level of Dr. Sleep for me, but okay. I did actually add the whole album to my own playlist because it was a really enjoyable, easy listen. Okay. And the thing that you said about it was a perfect description. It is absolutely uh, driving in the car oh, on a spring day, windows down, really easy listen. Um, there's certain times I wish it picked up a little heavier. I agree. But I understood what they were trying to do. No song got less than a three on here. Everything was four. I only had four, three or four, and I only had one five, which was Need to Know. was my favorite song on the album. Yep. Uh, I loved it. Um, but starting out, you hyped up the title track, Proper, Proper Dose. Dose. Great song. How great, gr- how great is that it, chorus? It's, it's great. It sets up the entire tone and feel of the album, and it, the album doesn't really lose steam. Actually, no, I did give one two. I didn't love uh, Let It Go. It wasn't bad, yeah, yeah, but it was the only one that I, I was sitting there as a kind of like, uh, but I didn't dislike it. It, it, it yeah. fits into the flow of the album. It's different, yeah. Um, but Proper Dose got a four. He started out with three fours in a row. Proper Dose, keep this up and out of it. Um, again, the, the pace and the tone of the album was set instantly. Musically, I like when bands don't need to try and do too much. They kind of stay in their lane and they keep everything, uh, you know, keep it simple, stupid kind of thing. You don't Kiss, need, dude. Yeah, you don't need to do too much. And it, it, it the, the lyrics are really good. They're not heavy-handed at any point, which is one of my biggest complaints with this genre of film or yeah. film of music often is that they get heavy-handed with their lyrics and i even say there's even bands i like where they can get a little heavy-handed so, but at it times. works and i don't mind heavy-handed when the music fucking rips like sometimes silverstein's lyrics are a little heavy-handed but their music, trio. yeah their music is so good that i don't care my chemical romance yeah, exactly yeah um and then the next song was uh take me as you please i gave that a three let it go was a two i loved upside down that was a four if i fall was a three need to know again my favorite one that's the one that when I, I was listening to the album, I liked it. I wasn't sure how much I liked it. And then I got Need to Know. I'm like, all right, this is a damn good album. Yeah. Um, then uh, Line was a three. Growing on You was a four. And the last song, Light Year, was a three. Um, it, as a whole, I, I actually went back and I listened to a bunch of their other stuff. I just put on a shuffle playlist. I didn't come across a single song. I was like, I got to skip this. I got to skip this. Yeah. The one that I gave a two, Let It Go, it was definitely on the, uh, the soundtrack for some video game. Yeah, it was. Um, on, I, I can't remember what it, it was. It might have been like a, a Madden years ago. And, or no, it's not that old. Uh, obviously, yeah, the album. It was it was on so an album for something, um, a soundtrack, and I think that's probably why I gave it a two because I got sick of it. You know mm-hmm. that have I've had songs like that before where I like them and then I hear it so often on these fucking video games that it makes me sick. Um, I'm gonna give this album a solid three and a half out of five. I'll take that. Um, which to me means it's a damn good album. It's an album I would recommend to anyone. Yeah. It, I don't see how you could listen to this album, story so far, proper dose, and come away with saying anything but positive things about it. There, there there's nothing I would change about it. Yeah, well, right. I don't think it's a, a like you know the Wonder Years Greatest Generation, which to me not, it, no. that is legitimately a top ten album all time for me now. Yep, um, it, it is damn so good. Happy. It's a really easy listen, yeah. a really enjoyable listen. I'm excited to listen to it in the summer. Um, it's, a, it's a great summer album. Th- that, that's it's what a great the, summer. Album. They released it in the summer. That's, yeah. it's meant to be enjoyed with like nice weather. Yeah, all right, for sure, cool. Uh, you want to um, give our shout out to our drunk cunts, and uh, then we'll do our picks for this week. Not really. Okay, I don't I really want to talk to talk about them either. No, nah, they fucking stink. <laughs> Dude, uh, no, literally, they stink. They stink. They're, they're always drunk, shit. and one has a kid, and one is wearing the same suit to back-to-back weddings, back-to-back days. With uh, with with the same fucking, you get fitted for flip flops. Showed up to the wedding wearing flip flops. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Guess what, bros and broads? Fudge and Fins hashtag Shots for Likes podcast is bringing video into the mix. Not only can you continue to listen on iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher, you will now be able to watch uh, watch them stream their episodes every Saturday night after 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want a new read from these guys. Your favorite booze-consuming podcast will be discussing sports, video games, and embarrassing drunken stories while they should be writing a new fucking uh, read for us. Yeah, we streaming need on Twitch, read. YouTube, and Mixer. Don't visit these links and don't watch... <laughs> don't watch... Don't Website. Don't visit links. Don't visit. You can't click anything from our voice. Don't visit the links. Don't watch and don't enjoy the assholery. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash shots for likes podcast. Mixture.com slash shots for likes. Or you don't have to, but you go to shots for likes podcast.com and click on the YouTube icon up on the top of the page to watch on YouTube. Again, don't have to. Drink with us. And as always, don't be cunts. All right. Very, I'm, very I, I don't, good. I don't think I could bury them anymore. I'm, I could. I, <laughs> I have a lot of stories. Nah, I, I love those um, guys. I okay. legitimately love those you guys. Want my pick first? Yeah, sure. Go okay. first. I'm going to give you one that just came out on uh, to rent or stream recently. Tell me it's I, Ford versus Ferrari. We'll talk no, right now. No, we've already, we've already established this. Yeah. Um, I think Josh watched it already. Did he? Um, it's, a, it's a sequel. Sequel to It's who? supposed to be the last film in this series. Uh, what is it? Um, it is going to be Rambo Last Blood. Oh, yeah, I did watch it. Fuck <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. dude. Fuck yeah. <laughs> this movie. Okay, let me explain this movie Not to you. another Rambo movie. <laughs> oh, only got They're all, all the same. I've seen no, them all. This, this one, one is so nothing. different. This one is so different. <laughs> what? Okay, so instead of what? An M16, he's got a 50 cal. Whoa. No. No. The weaponry no. isn't that crazy in it, but it is fucking violent. Yeah. Like, it takes a little while for the violence to come, but once it comes in, I'm like, oh. Bro, I'm on the plane watching this movie, dude, and I go, oh! Dude, there's one scene in particular that he does something, and I'm like, I don't think you could do that, but yeah! <laughs> like, I don't think it's physically possible, but I hope it is. Yeah. Um, so, storyline, very basic. Uh, he lives really? on... He, he basic storyline for well, Rambo? the original storyline at least had some um, nuance to it, the yes. original movie, and then they get kind of goofy. And this one does have a more basic, but somewhat nuanced story. Um, it's a very anti-pro-immigration um, movie, I would say. <laughs> Uh, he he lives with his uh, I guess it's like his adoptive niece more or less. Yeah, he took in okay. like this uh, this Mexican family on his family ranch. He built like a crazy bunker in his basement. His, the niece wants to go and uh, find her biological father who lives in Mexico, and he's like, "You shouldn't go. You shouldn't go." She goes anyway, and she gets sold into sex trafficking. That's uh -oh. the one thing you shouldn't do to someone John Rambo loves. <laughs> so he goes down there, and it goes poorly for him. Then I uh, more than I expected early on. Okay, and then he becomes Rambo. And then it gets fucking bonkers. Does at any point does he ties? Does he like wear like a handkerchief? Does he like tie? He has it? something on his head yeah, at some yeah, point. Yeah. It's it, the, when this movie starts like, getting violent. I'm never gonna say this is a great movie, but it's a great movie. Yeah. Like it is so much fucking f stupid fun. Stupid fun is the way I would describe okay, it. Okay. Like Just like the fun. last Rambo. Terrible movie. Great movie. Mm -hmm. You could be both simultaneously. It's entirely Speaking possible. Speaking of stupid fun, you know what the other movie I watched on the plane was? What? Hobbs and Shaw. It was. So it's dumb. fucking good, dude. I'm sure it was. It looked like it was fun. It looked like it was more it was, fun than I like that. If you're gonna do Fast and the Furious, embrace the silliness there's, more. There's like a there's like a ten minute sequence in the middle of the movie where where Jason Statham and The Rock are just cutting promos on each other. Yeah, see, that, really? That's what you should do, yeah, dude. So I kind of want to watch it now. I'll probably watch it once I get uh, once we get Plex <laughs> back up. I'll watch it. It's by far the best Fast and Furious movie. Really? By far. Okay. I'll watch it. the first one. The first one's good, man. The first Fast and Furious movie. It's, uh, it's, On par? It's it's better than any of the Fast and Furious movies since it became an action definitely franchise. Be okay. Definitely better than Too Fast, Too Furious, oh, that's God. for sure. Well, um, I don't consider Too Fast, Too Furious uh, it's part not of the action. Too Fast for y'all! It's not canon. No, it's canon, I know, but... I know. It didn't Paul become Walker's what it is until, until the fourth four. one. Yeah, yeah, four. Yeah, the best the best part is when he jumps over the dude over the bridge. 
<laughs> so, in Last Blood, um, I I don't really like picture a rated NC seventeen Home Alone <laughs> is how I would describe <laughs> That's a really it. Really fucking good description. Okay. <laughs> so, if you just go into it, don't go in there looking for a serious movie. Just sit there and watch, and then once the shit picks you up, know, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, it's, I'm not, I'm, it's 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 barely over an hour and a half. It's an it's easy really watch. easy watch. It's okay. fucking awesome. So I'll, I'll watch it on the 4K then. Yeah, dude, it's um, worth it. It's so, so brutally violent. I'm I needed actually, it. There's I'm a not, lot of explosions, so you're gonna <laughs> yeah. need to. All right. Yeah. I'm just happy because these la- the last two movies were like I needed to think. Ugh. No, dude, there's no thinking because there was no thinking when making this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so, so Last so like, Blood is the film. So do you think when they handed in the script it said Rambo Part What is it six? This is f- uh, five. Yeah. So when they five. said so when they handed the script it said Rambo Part Five and it just opened the first page it says shit blows up. Yeah, it says, we're in. It says Mexican sex trafficking. <laughs> it's just bullet um, points. A heroin, <laughs> um, uh, collarbone, uh, uh, and uh, uh, traps <laughs> is how I would describe it. But dude, I fucking loved it. I had so much fun because again, if you go into a Rambo movie besides the first one thinking you're getting anything than other other than stupid action okay. with little storyline, dude, the previous one before this had almost no story. Missionaries got kidnapped. Oh, gotta kill him. Like that's literally the whole fucking right. movie. And he gets on a fifty cal. It's great. Right. It's great. This one was great, but it's terrible too. <laughs> Simultaneous. You could be both. Okay. It's like Independence Day too. That movie's trash. It's dude. straight trash. No, it's there's nothing good gone. about yeah, it. I, it's no, I, I wanted Emil, to like it so bad. Uh, what was his? What's the guy's name? You didn't do not Will for Smith. My David. No, dude, you wouldn't do that for my David. What the fuck's his name? <laughs> oh, Judd Hirsch. Judd Hirsch. You'd be dead if it Yo, wasn't for my David. Hold on, real quick. He'd be Kikeberger. Dude, there, <laughs> there is one part of that movie where there's like he's on, he's living on his fucking boat, and there's a giant fucking wave, and he's trying to outrun the wave in his boat, and it's clearly not working, and you just see him just stare into oblivion, and then he's gone for about forty five. I minutes. liked that that director that makes nothing but like shit movies for the most part. It's a sci-fi movie is what it he is. He admits like I fucked up with that one. Like mm. he just had one come out that was supposed to be like a big war epic and it was apparently terrible midway. It was supposed to be trash. It- trailer sold that movie. It looks good. Yeah, the trailer did, and he apparently even came out and said, like, yeah, I fucked up. Oops. Yeah, like, I think now, because he, he also did the terrible Godzilla with uh, Matthew Broderick. Oh, from Roland Night- Emmerich? Roland Emmerich. He's oh, known with, for, like, the disaster with, uh, movies. Matthew Broderick with Ferris Bueller. With uh, Leon the Professional. Yes, correct. One of the worst remakes ever. Maybe the worst remake ever. Alright. Alright, Taylor? Alright, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna give you an album that you're really not expecting from a band you're definitely not expecting. Okay. Um, you've heard their greatest hit. Everyone's heard their greatest hit. It's one of the most timeless songs ever written. Um, I'm going to give you uh, the album by the band Semi- The band is Semisonic, and the album is Feeling Strangely Fine. Okay. Feelings. I like this. Uh, so this is the one with closing time on it. Correct. Feeling. I mean, how many albums did they have that were like? The, well, they only. This is the. This is their biggest album. Came out in 1998. Yeah, I was gonna say. They um, didn't, I don't remember anything after closing time. Right. So not a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, it, it is one of the most timeless songs ever written. I don't even. I'm. I'm actually gonna skip grading that song because I, mean, I. If I'm grading it on the scale I normally do. Yeah. It's not gonna be fair because it's like one of those things. I'm so used to it. Like if it comes on half the time, unless it's at a party, I don't care. Yeah. But if I'm like flipping through the radio stations where it comes to my playlist, I. Skip it every time because I've heard it I, three thousand fucking times. That's that's one song I never skip. I absolutely love. It's a great I, song. I, adore I, that I, song. I, I don't want to grade that one because yeah, it's not. Nah, it's, it's, it's fair. Um, but Semisonic again is just a band that really fell flat. They're known mostly for that song "Closing Time." Um, but I do want to give very big props to the lead singer. His name is Dan Wilson. Um, again, he's the guy that wrote that song, and he he's gone on 
on record a million times and he said, you know, he goes to see bands and bands will retire songs because like, oh, it's not, no, we don't want to play it anymore. If you're that band, you play that song. That's the biggest thing. He said, listen, man, if ever I get big and I write a song like that, I'm always going to play it because that's what people want to hear. Yeah, that's like bands will only play their new stuff and they won't play like anything. Like, that's one thing Nine Inch Nails does very well. He always plays closer. He always plays uh, Head Like a Hole. Always plays Wish. (laughs) Always plays all that shit. Yeah, he has Um, to. But, like, again, I have a lot of respect for the, uh, just for that. It's basically him now. It's, and he goes around and he just plays that song and he, like, cool, he's living not, off nostalgia. There's nothing wrong no, with that. No, fuck no. Um, it's one of those '90s bands because '90s was like the year, the decade of the one-hit wonder. Absolutely, dude. Fucking what? The, the Verve Pipe, the Freshman, one of my favorite songs ever. What's what's that song by Crazy Town? Come, oh, come, my butterfly. We knew a kid in elementary school. His screen name was Come Come My Lady. Oh yeah, and it was. I do. So shouldn't be. But uh, but the thing is with this album, like I said, it's so the first track is closing time. Um, okay. Everything else after that, it's like I said, they're very lost in the shuffle because they they were a very good band. I'm sure. And well, that it, was like the Toadies back then. The Toadies were fucking great, but everyone only knew uh, Possum Kingdom. Possum Kingdom. Yeah, is great. Fucking that awesome. whole album is great. Yeah. yeah. But uh, to the other thing too, like I said, so this band, they're much better than that one song is definitely entailing, and it, it definitely does stink. But I have a lot of respect for Dan Wilson. Like I said, um, you're gonna be pleasantly surprised with the rest I, of this record. I actually believe that because you. I. Think I think when you had a hit like that, that just became this like uh, generational song that was graduation themes throughout the year. Still is, dude. It still is. It still holds up, man. And like, so he did. He did an acoustic, uh, an acoustic version of Closing Time, and it's such a beautiful I'm sure rendition that of comes it. Out great, yeah. Because acoustic. so it's it's him with an acoustic guitar. It's another dude on piano. It's another dude playing uh, the electric, uh, like the sit down guitar that they yeah. have. Sure. And he's playing that, and he's doing it, and he he slows it down. It's abs- It's a it's a it's a beautiful well, rendition. That, that just that's um my. I, like I just mentioned the song The Freshman by the Verve Pipe. Yeah. The best version of that is the acoustic version. Absolutely. It, it's just slowed down a little bit, and he goes more high pitch on the chorus. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think that era of bands, when you have that kind of song, like we just said, like The Freshman, like uh, Closing Time, it, it's really hard to ever get past the, that. The, the, and one of my favorite bands from that, like a little bit afterwards, or I think his album came out in 2000, 2001, was um, Alien Ant Farm. Yes, and facts. They only, they only, were only known for Smooth Criminal. People, some people remember movies, which is an amazing song. That whole fucking album anthology is incredible. I love that incredible song. Incredible. I love album. that song. Glow. It's yeah, a great, very good song. Great. That whole album. Or, uh, Courage. Uh, these days. Uh, yeah. it's great. They were a great. They're band. playing. They're playing but on the roof. All, and all, yeah. All anyone knows is the Smooth Criminal cover. One of the best cover songs ever. 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 Easy. But yeah, like you'll be pleasantly surprised. Um, I was when I finally decided to d- dig into these guys. Um, like I said, just a uh, just a, a victim of their own. Uh, yeah, I, they're victim of their own success. I think so many bands got. Trapped there because that's like right around time. The now that's what I call music albums came yeah, out. Yeah, that's what happened. What are well, they on like volume ninety? They're of close that? to a hundred. Yeah, uh, are they gotta be? I got really wait, angry. Go ahead. But now, wait, now that's what I call music. They're on like one forty something. I got really cool. angry. It's on a now thing, but um, we went so we went bowling on Sunday, and I I was really I, I like bowling. But I don't like going bowling when like there's bowling. also a children's birthday party going on. 73. 73, 73 is They're the on 73? Yeah. Okay. So there's a children's birthday party going on on the other side. Yeah. And it was on the other side of the bowling alley, so it didn't bother me until they started playing music. <laughs> and I hear it. And the first song is um, uh, Shout. And I'm like, okay, it's not the original version. Um, so I'm like, whatever. And then I realize, like, then Black Eyed Peas come on, but it's not the Black Eyed Peas. These motherfuckers are playing Kids Bop. No. Of all these songs, and I was getting so angry, it totally fucked my bowling game up. Dude. So I was like, I wasn't going to drink. I was like, get me like two whiskey gingers. And then I bowled really well. Jesus um, Christ. Dude. What, what the fuck is Yacht Rock? 
Yacht Rock? Yacht Rock. So I'm on the Now website because I wanted to I, see. The reason why you think there's Now 100 is because they have so many different fucking things. Oh, it's like, I think so they yeah, have Now, now that's like Latin I, jazz. Yeah, now that's what I call Yacht Rock. Can you play, can you play where, any of it? Where is it? Because uh, I'm on the can, same website right, as you How about you Google what Yacht Rock is? The first thing I think of when I hear Yacht Rock, I think of... Boats uh, and hoes? No. <laughs> uh, I think see, of... Uh, Kenny Loggins, uh, Toto. No, it's, uh, I think a good Peter kid... Peter Frampton. Mad, I think a good kid, Mad City. Yacht, yacht, yacht. Yeah, yacht rock. Interesting. So it's just for assholes to have yachts, and they like sixty-year-old so. white men. Oh, like, like the twenty-year-old white who girls. Who the fuck is Dan Fogelberg? Oh, Dan. Fo- I always think about basketball when he goes, yeah. "The kids with your Dan Fogelberg Z-mouth hula hoops and Pac-Man video games." <laughs> and in his face Stupid. is like this the whole time, huh? Dan Fogelberg. Did I just fart? Did, did I just? Fart? <laughs> you want me to have bigger titties? <laughs> There's so many. All right, so um, let's change change gears really quick because. Uh, obviously, we have to talk about this because it's all anyone's talking about right now. Um, and yeah, I, I, we'd be remiss. We'd be uh, we'd be lying to oh, ourselves right. yeah, if we didn't yeah. talk about. I was thinking of something um, different. I'm sorry. The, the death of uh, Kobe Bryant. Yes. Um, yeah, it was weird, man. So I told you we were at Pennings after we went bowling, and I was just sitting there. And then um, one of my friends texted me. He's like, "Did Kobe Bryant die?" And I'm like, "Shut up!" I was like, "He no, he he's trending because he was in the news last night because LeBron passed, passed him. him." Yeah. And you go on Twitter. And I'm like, oh, shit. Then I texted you guys. Yeah. And I'm like. And you start seeing videos. Yeah. And then then the the horrible reports that started coming out where some people definitely got suspended, uh, just just justifiably as well. Yep. Um, Because it. it, Fuck TMZ. Fuck. They got it right. They got it right. No doubt. They they deserve. You got to give them credit that they got the story right before anyone else. But fuck them that they had to rush. It's not about being right anymore. It's about being first. And it's not about doing the morally right thing. It's about being first. And they they, they claim, um, Harvey Le- uh, Levin claimed today, the president, owner of uh, TMZ, that they talked to Kobe's people before they did it. Who's Kobe's people? Because I can't see his wife, his wife knowing that she just lost her husband and daughter was like, oh, yeah, yeah you can run with the story. Get those clicks. 13-year-old cl- daughter. And 13! And there were, there, there was, what, two other kids on the helicopter as well. Originally, the report said five people. Now then, it's up to the nine people. Yeah, now it's nine. And then it was nine people. And then uh, the, the reason, again, with the who cares about being first is, so they said five people at first. That was for hours and hours. It was yeah. five people. And what about these people that didn't know, but they knew that their family was on a flight with Kobe Bryant? That's not something they gloss over. Like, oh, I'm taking a helicopter ride with Kobe Bryant. You kind of mentioned that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I, I honestly don't. No, the last time a celebrity's death has been this like profound across uh, you know ages. So many different platforms, so many different people. Internationally, that yeah. And you know, I, I said to you guys in the text that you know Jordan was uh, Kobe's generation's inspiration, but Kobe is this generation's because LeBron's still playing, mm-hmm. yeah. and Kobe, LeBron will be the next generation, <laughs> whatever. But Kobe was the guy. I mean, I we were so young. I, I remember Jordan. You know, when he started winning, we were all Bulls fans back then. We had Space Jam. But we didn't get to truly embrace and take in everything Jordan was doing because we were too young to fully get it. We got to see all of Kobe. And I mean, when's the last time, dude, when's the last time you threw something in the garbage can and didn't at least thank Kobe? Yeah. We every didn't do single it, time. Every dude. single time. And, um, you know, then the, the reports were coming out that it was all four of his daughters. And I'm like, I, 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 that too, I, I almost got sick to my stomach. And then it, then you find out it's just his daughter, Gianna. And, you know, that he was just, they were at the Nets game courtside like a week before that. And 
And, you know, then you're seeing all the highlights, uh, uh, just different things on Twitter. Well, you saw so many different things. You saw, I mean, I, today, what really what really hit home for me, because obviously we grew up watching, the, you know, the Lakers, Kobe, Shaq, Rick Fox, yeah, yeah. Robert Ory, those guys. They said Rick Fox and was dead. They said they Rick t- Fox yeah. was dead. The, the, the part that really, really freaked Can me I out guess? was when I saw Shaquille Shaq? O'Neal. Yeah, I was going to say. When I saw Shaquille O'Neal breakdown, because you saw just maybe uh, hours before that, was that, you know, Sharif, uh, his son Sharif had committed to UCLA, then he said he was going to transfer, so there's a lot of shit going on with Sharif, and large heart medical issues. Yeah. Kobe reaches out and says, how are you doing? How are you do been? Anything. Can I do anything for you? And then he just never answered. So yeah. it's really, like, that's his uncle. Seeing Shaq break you know? down is a weird kind of thing. Like, well, there's certain people, like, you're so used to fun-loving, goofy, funny-as-fuck Shaq, and then seeing that, uh, you know, how obviously fucked, uh, fucked him up, and just in general, all these players and all these coaches and all the, the tributes that the teams did, especially Greg Popovich coming up with the 24-second violation well, in that immediate Spurs-Raptors game was beautiful. It was the 8-second backcourt well, and then the 24-second well, violation. They did just 24, and then the next game was 8-24. Yeah, so and, that was great. And, and then the other thing, the college too, basketball girls' teams are doing it, too. After after the thing is like, uh, we lost, who cares, was the first thing out of Popovich's yeah. mouth. And um, he, he gave props to the media for not hounding the players. because yes. You watch some well, of these games. I watched the Knicks-Nets game. They didn't even want to be there. Uh, Karis LeVert crying after the game. The big the big Trey thing Young. was that like, only out, only maybe an hour after the news broke, and it was confirmed that Kobe had passed away. You know, you saw someone like uh, the young guys in the league, Trey Young, Devin Booker, a lot of these young guys that idolized Kobe as kids. And you saw what Kobe really means to the league. It's not necessarily as a player because he's an all-time great. He's a top-five player. It's that work ethic. It's, it's work ethic. The Mamba mentality. You see the type of mentor he was to the younger generation and how yeah. uh, uh, earlier in his career, listen, we, everyone said it a thousand times. He was never the perfect person. No. Everyone makes Who mistakes. Is? Irrelevant. He's, he was only 41 years old. And people forget the last game he ever played, he dropped 60. 60, yep. He scored 81 points in the fucking NBA game. The yeah. only person that did it better was Wilt Chamberlain, man. Yeah. Like Back when he was playing against guys that were bagging groceries on the weekends, like, white guys. Kobe Bryant transcended the game of basketball. And if someone like him did it, Someone like LeBron would not be able to do what he's no, doing. No, of course not. He, you know what I'm saying? He was, you know, and, and he also did, he he made the point to his credit that he did eventually all these years later when he was past his physical prime to win without Shaq. That they finally yeah. got some pieces around him. He, I mean, he won with Pau Gasol. He won with a bunch, yeah. of, a bunch of other role players. Ron Art met a world peace. Like it's just one of those things where, uh, not even just the sports world, the world mourns this yeah. loss. Yeah, I mean, because dude, the guy won an Oscar global. last year. He won a fucking Oscar. And he, that's one of the best like animated shorts I've ever seen. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Like, it's, yeah, it's amazing. And, and like, the, well, that whole love letter that he wrote when he retired. Like, yeah, uh, dear basketball. Yeah, but I think he did it on the Players Tribune. The Players yeah. Tribune. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, Kobe transcends sports. He really was an, yeah. a, a global icon. Absolutely. And huge in China, huge in Europe. I mean, it's fluent in multiple languages, huge in I mean, Italy. Well, Italy loved Kobe. So Loves. Yeah, well, I think he lived there. Yeah, he lived he there. Was he was born in Philly and shortly lived, he lived so, moved to Italy as, as a very young, young again, boy. Again, the, the multilingual thing. The one Because my favorite player ever was always was always Pau Gasol. Sure. And when Pau Gasol got to the Lakers, I was like, ugh, he's a Laker now? Yeah. But what I learned is that Kobe went out of his way to relearn Spanish yeah. to speak to speak to Powell in Spanish. Well, that, that's been the other you know? amazing thing is all these people coming out with these stories about Kobe as a person and it, it makes me even more remove the the allegations from years ago which I don't even really want to get into because I, I can break that down but um, you know all these stories about him taking time with people he didn't know and that he was so accessible. He was one of these players that didn't have a, a mob 
surrounding him all the time, like a, a posse. Never had a posse, um, never had an entourage. He would let media follow him to his car to ask him questions. Um, you know, one of the, the hardest working, most cl- – you know, there's no denying that as far as physical ability goes that LeBron James is a better player. But he does not have that – did not have that Killer Kobe. Mentality. That Kobe if, – if he had an ounce of what Kobe has in his head, it, it's it, – it, it, he would be the best player of all time without question. Easy. Um, well, I but, mean, if you look at, I mean, again, there's so many different parts where you watch Co- like, like Kobe being Kobe, yeah, right? Yeah. The most, one of the most famous ones is he's sitting next to arguably one of the funniest men of all time in Chris Rock. Yeah. And he's just stone faced in the game, doesn't give a shit. One of the funniest men that ever walked the planet, Matt Barnes with the fake, with the, the fake, the, uh, the, the fake ball in his face, face doesn't the, fucking. Did you move. ever see the bit with um, Kobe and Ali G when uh, Ali G is sitting there? He's like, um, so the basketball. Basketball uh, bounce. Uh, how do they get the springs in there? He's like, it's not springs, it's air. He goes, well, that can't be because if it was air, we'd be bouncing all around the room. Yeah. <laughs> and Kobe's just but, sitting there staring, like, yeah, just like, what are you talking about? But not nah, he's uh, he again. He was a fantastic individual. I like was, I said, I he was, was bummed. N- like he was not listening. So here's my thing. He was not without his faults. We course, all we all know this. Who but, isn't? But here's the thing. Ever since whatever the fuck happened, we don't know. Is that. He he's done everything right. He, continu- he apologized. He continually worked to be a better person. A great he, father. He, he never had an issue off the court after that. He was always the best player. He was a team leader. People called him a cancer at, towards the end of his Laker career because they were doing all this stuff. I did see one good joke. It's just Kobe passing? No way. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> that's funny. It's no, that, what Ari that, Shafir said, but well, I, I don't even want to talk about that because yeah, different, different vein. Well, yeah, but, I um, mean, he posted this big apology, but um, the whole thing is it sucks. I, it was weird because like when it came out, I was I was sitting in Pennington's. And I'm just like, and even like the landlord and the two other couples were with, they aren't big sports people. And they were like, holy shit. Like, I can't believe it. And it wasn't until later that night when I was kind of like, Jesus, like, this is real. Like, I was, yeah. So it, it's fucking, you said it too. You were like, it, like, it was like later that night. You were like, all right, I'm, I'm starting to feel it now. Yeah. Well, because I was, I'm playing Xbox with my buddy Marcus and Marcus, it, he's like, he's like on Twitter, but he's in the background. He doesn't mm-hmm. post ever. And we're playing Gears of War together. And he goes, dude, Kobe died. I go, yeah. Okay. So I do, I go, Kobe passed. And the first thing that came up was Kobe. Pa- LeBron passes Kobe. Blah blah blah. And then maybe about 20 minutes later, I refresh, and there's there's the there's the yeah. helicopter video. There's the video of, of the, the smoke the debris, coming out. The debris, yeah. And you're seeing all this shit, and I'm like, he's not fucking dead. No way. It's, I don't it, believe it. It's it at hard all. to believe, man. Like I'm try. I, I tried thinking of like the last time a celebrity died, where it had this like it was reaching these people that you didn't expect it to reach. And you know, I thought Robin Williams, Michael he Jackson. Been, he had been kind of out of the spotlight for a while. Michael Jackson, uh, yes, definitely. Um, the, the 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 faults in a character were more highlighted with Michael Jackson. For sure, and he had also kind of been out of the spotlight for a while too at that point. But he was still Michael Jackson. He's Michael Jackson. Um, I yeah. thought about Heath Ledger instantly because that was such a shock. And but that one, I also think because it was an overdose, it's one of those things where you're like, oh my god, oh my god, I can't believe that happened. In, in this case, it's such a horrific tragedy. The closest ones I could truly think of were Princess Diana, which was a globe. <coughs> Global effects, uh, yeah. Paparazzi and, killed her. And JFK Jr., which, yeah. irony there, is the same kind of thing. He was flying in conditions. The thing with JFK Jr. is he got all fucked up from the weather conditions mm-hmm. that he was flying upside down and he didn't know it. Yeah, right. And the way it felt because of the conditions, he didn't realize he was upside down. He was trying to elevate above so the storm went, went straight down. into the water. Yeah, right. In this case, what it sounds like now is they got special clearance to fly, Kobe. Um, the fog was really bad. You can actually see their flight path. They went in circles for a while. Yeah. And then what some people around the ground uh, saw was all of a sudden the helicopter come. It was like so quick. Came out of the fog and just smashed into a mountain at like 50, 60 miles per hour. Probably had no idea where he was. My first thought when I heard that, I was like, my fear was 
that Kobe was like trying to console his daughter and calm her down as they were plummeting. It, it, there is some solace in the fact that if it was quick and like no one saw it coming, not that that makes it any easier, but I, my first thought in those situations is like his poor daughter, how scared all those people must have been. And, you know, it, it's, and then of course you have these assholes that have to get, like the guy that, the guy got suspended that said all Kobe's kids died, the ABC correspondent. Good. The woman at Washington Post that shared an article about Kobe's rape case. And then um, I'm very proud because I want to I want to say I need to toot my own horn. I think I got Evan Rachel Wood to make her account private because I uh, she tweeted out something I saw uh, where she said um, he was also an accused rapist. Yeah, she used the word accused. Why even say it then? Just say I'd rather you say rapist than accused at that point because you're putting the seed of doubt in people's minds at minimum. Just say it if you're going to be an asshole. So I posted the picture of her and Woody Allen and I said uh, rape is cool with me as long as it's one of my friends who can better my career. In quotes, Evan Rachel Wood and the shit fucking blew up. It got like 300 retweets it got like 2,000 likes on it and people most people were like attacking her and some people were like she didn't really say that I'm like it didn't quote she definitely said it <laughs> yeah. and they're like can you prove she said that I was like can you prove she didn't and she made her account private today and I'm glad the backlash has been there for her because it, it's there's no reason to say it it's not about you it's about his family. It's about his friends. A, a lot of people. And about, about them. the the, mean, the amount of people. This is in fact, I'm like blown away. And I like that the NBA is uh, the Hall of Fame is not even going to do a vote. Not that there'd be a question that he gets in first yeah, ballot, right. but they're not even going to do a vote. He's I like immediately that inducted. Some players are retiring their numbers, like Spencer Dimwitty on the Nets wore 24, and he he said I'm not wearing this jersey anymore. Yeah. Or he wore eight, I think. Well, it, uh, Mark Cuban said no Dallas Mavericks yeah. wore 24. I think. I, th- I think. Uh, listen, I didn't. Um, I think the NBA outside of LeBron has retired. 23 Jordan's Yes, number. correct. So I think now the NBA is going to, they should do, is retire 24 and 8. Yeah, I, I think that would be cool. I think, um, I, I thought that instantly, and then I heard some of the problems with that. So the, the the way it was explained that I heard was that, so when Anthony Davis came over to the Lakers, um, he LeBron wanted to give Anthony Davis his number because that's what he wore, and he wanted to keep him there. And the, and the NBA said no because of jersey sales. Yeah, of course. Of course, it's a business. Um, I, I'm not exactly fully on board with the idea of changing the logo to Kobe because no, I'm it's not such, either. It's Jerry it, West. I, I, I wouldn't complain. Well, they, well, they it, also, it's they a also, Laker either they way. They also never acknowledge. They never say it's Jerry West. It's and Jerry, Jerry, and Jerry West. West hates that it's him. I know, it which is, is so modest. And Jerry West comments were really beautiful yeah. um, as well. It, it's been a, Magic Johnson said something very. All of them did. It's just did, been yeah. the outpour and the love has just been overwhelming and uh, specifically you know, from Laker Nation, Laker greats. Because like if you think of that storied franchise, how many great yeah. people played for that franchise is that you know when someone like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar sure, Magic sure. Johnson uh, what the fuck I would Jerry say West Jerry West Shaq, Shaq Phil Jackson a lot of you people you know you're talking about players coaches I mean it is the fucking Lakers the yes. fucking Lakers yeah and you know when I, I was thinking about this like why it has such a wide rippling impact is when you think about like our specific let's say ages 10 to 16 and you're thinking about like the the pillars of sports in that Era, you're talking like what? Derek Jeter. Mm-hmm. You're talking. It, it, you could say Wayne Gretzky, even if you're not a big hockey fan. You could say Wayne Gretzky. You're talking Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. Take your pick, whatever. And you're talking Kobe Bryant. It, it's you know he. It's it's when you have when you're known by one name. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's Kobe. It's it's Michael or it's Jordan, whatever. It's LeBron. It's Kobe, LeBron, uh, the great one. You know, when you just say Gretzky, when you just have one name, and it, you became a catchphrase, Kobe. Like, yeah. it, it's amazing. It, it's it's truly like I, I couldn't I couldn't believe it. And uh, I had to distract myself that night. I had uh, I, I I watched Little Women finally, one of yeah. the best picture nominees. Okay, what a hunk of shit that was. <laughs> I was glad my anger was directed towards that, and I get why it's getting award nom. 
nominations because it hits all those social justice warrior marks. All of them. It's not even a well-made... I, I hated Lady Bird. I would watch Lady Bird a thousand times over before I ever watch um, Little Women again. Right. Boring. Nothing happens. Florence Pugh got an Oscar nomination for it, and she's good. She was a hundred times better in Midsummer. Yeah. It, it's just a hundred times. Um, but let's move on to some... Like, I, I, you know, rest in peace, Kobe. I think, you know, everyone kind of agrees here. Kobe. Uh, Kobe. Um, the other thing I used to distract myself that night was the Royal Rumble. Um, the first wrestling pay-per-view I've watched in quite a while. It was good. It was I, actually a gr- watched, I actually watched the highlights. It was a great it, but... show overall. Yeah. Every match was pretty damn good. Um, and then the Royal Rumble match, that's the best Royal Rumble match I've seen in a I, long, I loved, long time. I loved watching it and following along on Twitter because, oh, they're really going to do this with Brock? Yeah, they <laughs> fucking better. Well, well, that was what was great is that you really See, thought... I would have been one of them. I thought that was so well, fucking it, stupid. It, it, I, I loved it. I lived I, for it. I, loved, I, I loved and hated it because I would have been mad if you really did go to this. I'm like, dude, what'd you just do? It's Brock. He doesn't need this. <laughs> but the way they built it up where it's like they're really going to do it and then for Drew to eliminate him and then go on to win the Rumble, that is a star-making performance that they have not had in the Royal Rumble in... When's the last time they had that kind of... Like, who's won the Can't Royals? Roman won the Rumble. Randy Orton won the Rumble. Um, I'm trying to think. Ray like Mysterio. Beyond that, Ray Mysterio. That was a good one. That was, you know... Shawn people, Michaels. Shawn Mi- I'm trying to think. like that. Yeah, like Shawn... Star-making... Really, in the last, like, 10, 15 years, there really hasn't been a star-making yeah. Rumble winner. Yeah, because it's always been the same cast of characters almost every no, time. I'm actually curious. Sheamus. Sheamus yeah. won a Rumble. Like, Alberto yeah, Del Rio Al won Del a Rumble. Rio won a Rumble. Like, this, this was a star-making one because Drew's, Drew has the look since he came back. Like, he has the fucking look. He no is three fucking man huge. For that motherfucker. He, dude, his, the way he looked in 3MB compared to now, it's not even it, comparable people. Yeah. And I guess from what I understand on Raw over the last few weeks, they've let him... He, he's kind of got like a natural baby face turn, kind of. And they let him, his personality, shine more. And then to do that in the Rumble, obviously, the other cool thing was Edge coming back, which kind of sucks that the fucking dirt sheet writers had to spoil it months ago yeah. that he was coming back. But it was still one of the loudest pops I've heard on wrestling in forever. It was cool. It, it was a really fucking cool moment. And you could see the emotion on his face when he came out and mm-hmm. then have a really strong showing. And he shouldn't have won, which he didn't. He got to the final four, which is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And then I watched Raw the next day. The angle the angle they did with him and Orton was fucking perfect. Yep. It was fucking perfect because that's when Randy Orton works best, when there's a personal storyline involved. And this is this is a long-term storytelling. And so is the Drew and Brock storyline. That's going to be good long-term storytelling. Um, uh, you know, there was a, a few really good showings in that Rumble overall. Yeah. Um, so I was going to say other star make Chris Benoit winning the Chris Royal Benoit Rumble. winning the Rumble oh, was yeah. a big I say, one. I would say even Brock Lesnar winning. Um, yeah, I don't Brock, even remember that. 2003. Um, Boston, he, Massachusetts. Yeah. I guess I don't even remember that. He was. He was. Two, he yeah. Did. 2000. Uh, yeah. 2003. So the last. So the last couple Wait, that winners. Was a, I don't know. Did he win that or was it a star making performance? Because I don't no, think he okay, won the 03. No, okay. No. No. He. The, the, these are the winners. Oh, he these did win the, Yeah, these are the these are the last these are the last winners. So Drew McIntyre, just going from 2020 till back. Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins, Braun Strowman, Shinsuke Nakamura. Well, Braun, I, I, I need the gra- that was I need the to complain. Royal that, the greatest Royal Rumble should not be canon. Okay, I, fair I, enough. No, I agree. Could not I be agree canon. It's not canon. It was no. in Saudi Arabia. It's not All right. canon because right. they said that he had the Royal the elimination record. That was the greatest Royal Rumble. There was also fifty superstars. So right. per capita, no. Okay, so <laughs> then we got so then Shinsuke Nakamura, Randy Orton, Triple H, Roman Reigns, Batista, John Cena, Sheamus. I forgot the knock one. Yeah, uh, complete like who cares. Waste. Yeah. Alberto Del Rio, 
Edge, Randy Orton again, John Cena, The Undertaker, uh, Rey Mysterio, Batista, Chris Benoit in 2004, Brock Lesnar, Triple H, Stone Cold in 2001. All right, Triple H was good because that was him coming back yeah, from the quad that, surgery. That, was, that cool. was a good one. And the other that, ones he has one of the best returns ever. John, John Cena Garden. coming back at the Garden, coming back from the oh, tour. The other return, the tour and yep. um, And uh, Edge coming back from injury early, too. And they had the rivalry with Chris Jericho because they were uh, tag team champs when he got hurt. The, yeah. the Rock in 2000, Mr. McMahon, the, well, 1999. That one was shrouded in controversy. Yes, because his feet touched the floor before big shows. Yep. And they even put it in the No Mercy video game. <laughs> If you remember in the Royal Rumble, or was it um, the Armageddon video game? It was Either one of way. them. It was it wasn't no mercy. They actually put that. it in the storyline of the Royal Rumble uh, in that game. Stone Cold won back to back ninety seven, ninety eight. Shawn Michaels won ninety five, ninety six. Bret Hart and Lex Luger nineteen ninety four. Yes, that was another controversial finish. Yokozuna ninety three. Yes. Uh, Ric Flair ninety two. One Hulk. of the greatest, maybe the greatest Royal Rumble performance ever, with a tear from his eye. Uh, uh, great promo, <laughs> and I like that Corey Graves shouted it out after Charlotte won the Rumble. Rumble, which she should have won. So, uh, 1991-1990, Hulk Hogan. Yes. 89, Big John Studd. And 88, Jim Duggan. Can I tell you something about one of the years Hulk Hogan won, the 91 year? Sure. So my grandfather always had the old wrestling tapes and never go to visit him. And that's how I like learned wrestling. And I loved watching the Royal Who didn't love watching the Royal Rumbles when you were young? That was yeah. the shit. And um, I, I never saw any of these. So I'm watching it. And someone fucking spoiled it. Because Hulk Hogan comes out, I think, at like 22. And before the music hits, you hear some cocksucker fan right by the entrance. It's Hulk Hogan! Dun, 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 dun. He ruined it before the music hit. Asshole. I wanted the music pop. And nah. I still remember that so vividly. And that's also the same rumble when uh, Andre the Giant eliminated Jake the Snake. Jake left. He came back with this, with Damien, threw it in the ring, and they all went under, and Andre had to climb over and he eliminated himself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Andre leave. <laughs> but no, that was... Um, uh, I, I did watch the, uh, the, the, the highlights of it. The one thing that did annoy me the most, besides Brock, that, uh, that's just me being a being Brock was so funny dancing. Um, but the other, the other thing that annoyed me too was actually Corey Graves. Um, oh, and he's it, was, the best. it was only the highlights because every single fucking person. Well, it's phenomenal striker. Phenomenal striker. That's Vince phenomenal McMahon telling striker, him what to say, though. Striker. It's yeah. not even Corey. That's Vince Shut telling him. Say phenomenal. Say phenomenal. Phenomenal forearm. Phenomenal forearm. Phenomenal forearm. So stupid. Oh, my God. There's a highlight on, on YouTube of all the times Michael K says, or Michael K, Michael Cole says it's boss time. It, just different tones. It's probably about five minutes long. It's boss time. She's hurt again. Big surprise. Yeah. So she wasn't in the rumble. Uh, Sasha, oh, Sasha Banks. Sasha. She's always hurt. So we got, at least we got Mo Mo Mighty Molly back. I was happy about that. Kelly Kelly. Uh, Beth Beth Phoenix got split the fuck open, too. Yeah, yes, um, Santina. Santina. People are pissed about that. <laughs> I loved it, dude. And not even that many. People laughed. And then I see a couple people on Twitter complaining, of course, that they took the spot. And the other thing I saw people complaining about today was um, that 53% of Brock's eliminations were people of color. Oh, stop it. <laughs> That's awesome. One of my favorite things Good. Uh, when uh, when Keith Lee comes out and he turns to him and goes, that who's was, this motherfucker? That was, he, and he goes, big motherfucker. <laughs> Keith Lee is huge. Yeah, I'm dude. a big fan of his. Yeah, dude, he's, he's great. He's going to be great. So did you hear about the uh, the confrontation between Brock and Matt Riddle? I did. Did you hear about this? Matt Riddle's the bro dude. He Well, he was a UFC fighter as well. Bro, yeah, right. bro I love Matt Riddle. He's, yeah. he's funny as shit, but does, he's a dick. Does, doesn't wear boots. Doesn't wear, he comes out, he kicks his sandals off. He, he couldn't fight in the UFC because he he popped for weed like six times. Wow. Like, so apparently they had some kind of conference. He's been calling out Brock forever. He was calling out Goldberg, just being a real dick. Like, a, a real dick. He's yeah. working himself into a shoot, is what he's doing. 
So apparently he was backstage and he was there. And then he, I guess Brock grabbed him on the shoulder. He's like, you might as well stop tagging me and shit because we're never working together. <laughs> like, like, dude, I, I, there's part of me that thinks it's kind of a work because you have the natural UFC storyline there. And he's a guy that can do some of the stuff Brock wants to do without worrying about getting hurt because he knows how to defend certain things and take certain bumps and things like that. But he, he obviously did himself no favors with Vince's eyes. That's a gimmick riddle that Vince will never get. There's yeah. certain gimmicks you can just tell he'll never get. And then we'll still have to see Jose. No way Jose every fucking week. I, 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 I like No way Jose. I hate He's him. funny. I, hated I loved him, was... him in NXT and then he became Adam Rose. Yeah. that's yeah. All, Dude, you could have seen that in NXT. Be like, oh, it's Adam Rose dude, again. I just, <laughs> I just love he gets eliminated. He comes out and everyone's just like, okay, cool. Play the music again. We're dancing. No, dude, I was, I was dying. Jose. What was, it, what was music that. was Brock dancing to? MVPs, was it? Yeah. Yeah. MV, oh, yeah, MVP came and out. And MVP yeah. had a really good match with Mysterio on Monday night. Yeah, so it was cool to see him back. I always he's got some of the best entrance music ever. I he always does. liked his. Um, but it was cool. Like I, I was so out of wrestling right now, and I, I will I will always get into it for WrestleMania season because it's just it, I did that even when I wasn't watching wrestling for years with you. Yeah. I was I wasn't watching it at all, but I always came over for WrestleMania. Yeah. Always. So I want to be into it for WrestleMania season because there's just a different feel around it. Um so I'm excited about that. Um wanna go to China? No, <laughs> no, no, fuck that. Okay, so I have a theory. Even like, so, hold on, real quick. So, before you even go into whatever your stupid fucking theory it's is, true. Justin and I were talking. Science. Justin and I were talking about this. They're like, listen, even if someone paid me to go to China, and if it wasn't no. communist, I still wouldn't go. Dude, it's Japan, stinks. which is maybe an hour plane ride, yeah. from China. No, yeah. I'd rather go to Japan. Absolutely, I, I don't want to go to either, and I would go to Japan a thousand times over before I, that. I really want to go to Japan. Um, so right, Josh. So I do, yeah. So what's yeah, funny is I wrote it down, and I wrote down this morning what the death toll was. It was 132. It's climbing, and when I yeah. left work, it was up to like 170, and they said it was the largest death toll increase. It's starting, um, it's starting to get scary So this now. is my actual theory. I think it's a bioweapon that was developed for population control because they already kill babies in yeah. China. Yeah. Could you see that being true? Like, legit? I mean, they're also well, eating fucking so, rodents so, out there. So the, the part that scares me the most is that now it's, a, now it's in the U.S. Well, there's been five cases. There was The one in New Jersey was a little scary, but it wasn't actually the case. Case. Yeah, uh, right. it wasn't no, that. It's, it's just like I hate. Like this is why I hate watching movies like fucking Contagion. Dude, did you see its number? It's like top ten in iTunes now. Contagion. Yeah, How crazy is that? It, because if that's if if, if 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 this takes hold, that's exactly well, what's dude, gonna happen. And how did the the virus start in Contagion? A fucking bat. Like, <laughs> well, there's also uh, like. So this is the thing. I I I kind of I could see the validity to something like it being population control, but then there's these videos of them eating fucking bats no, and live see, mice. The live mice. They're one. eating I hated a lot. That. That's fucking gross. I hate that shit. I wouldn't even eat a mouse if it was deep fried and covered in confectionery no, sugar. Good. Listen, I, I would try like the native cuisine wherever sure. I'm at. But like, I'm not eating the, dog, cat, or rodent. There's because cat there's, is the native cuisine. There, there's there's a line I draw in the sand, like a deep fried cricket, whatever. I would try that. Like, but like watching some of these guys, like even in Japan, I will I won't go so far. We're like eating cuttlefish, or I like would try that, or like where, where they they basically take an octopus, they chop its fucking head off, then they hit it with some sort of liquid, and then oh, that's crazy. Oh, the tentacles crazy. Go. Like it's just some shit I won't go near, and it's like you can call me, you can call me like you know a, a swine for not like, well, trying shit like no, that. No, it's, but it's swine like, I'm just to not eat rodent. It. I'm good <laughs> like, on it, dude. Like, dude, rodents eat shit. And then you're going to eat them? It's and now I the one that scared me the most is that they said it got to Africa. Imagine that mixing with Ebola. 
Like, yeah, we're dead. Okay, I want to say first off, so there's been about 180 people killed from this, right? Terrible. There's been 8,000 people in America that died from the flu this year. So let's not get too worried about it yet. It's <clears throat> it's probably happening because they live in fucking smog out there. There's smog warnings generally because they're so overpopulated. But I don't I I could totally see the population control thing and just went haywire because yeah. they there's a documentary that's on Amazon Prime right now. I I want to watch it, but it's about when they started this uh, two child policy or one child policy in China mm -hmm. and then if they find out they come and they take your baby you never see it again they fucking kill it they kill it and then they burn it and that's probably half their smog is dead pe dead babies like it's a fucking it, and the fact that the the leader in China had to actually speak about this tells you that they think they really fucked up here it's pretty crazy to follow though I, I'm not too worried yet it was just like SARS and just like swine flu I remember your wife was like didn't want she wanted to wear a mask in Brooklyn or something because she was afraid of swine and I'm like stop it's, it's just it's it's one of those <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Paranoid. No, it makes it's, sense, though. It's it's bad that he remembers something about your wife. Well, she told me. Yeah. Well, he, he, I went you with someone long enough. You just start forgetting things. Yeah. Birthdays, anniversaries. No, but, like, it's, it's just it's one it's one of those things <laughs> where it's true. like I don't necessarily. I'm not. I'm not scared. It's a scary idea. Well, yeah. Is more or less what I'm saying. This is what's crazy. There's been a plague in the 1920s, the mm -hmm. 1820s. The 1720s. The we go back every year in the 20s. There's a plague every single year. Yeah, you wait. know what? We need a little population control. Shit's crazy. Yeah, that's true. Uh, maybe not here. Like, if you could keep it into the... Well, I mean, we're overpopulated here, like, too. But at the same we're time... We're overpopulated everywhere except the Midwest. The Midwest will be fine The Midwest goes great, down. Dude. That's why but I'm going there. There's also some theories about how this started was from testing on, like, monkeys. I'm like, that's some 28 days later shit. Literally. Yeah, that's dude, 28 really... days later. No, it's 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 a scary idea. It's a scary thought that it could become a thing. But yeah. like, it's one of the, it's not a thing until it is actually exactly. It's, it's nothing. Until it's something. But also, you got to remember something. So, just so me and Justin were talking about it too, and we were like, "Listen, the only way to combat the coronavirus is to make sure you have your Corona with lime. If you have it without, no, you lime, switch to Modelo. Is what it is. You don't fucking drink any of that shit. You drink Land Shark like a normal person. Or Dosakis. Dosakis is pretty Dos good. Dosakis is great. Dosakis yeah. is pretty Dos good. Dosakis is good. Um, Josh, I, I and you. I, so I started oh, watching. Thanks. I, I knew. For me. <laughs> I, I think Josh watches or has watched it or watches it. I can't. I don't know, but I think he does. I know you don't. Um, so I was looking for something to watch while I'm playing video games because I'm watching something on my tablet but something mindless Twister. like I did that I did that with Gotham I always yeah. put on like the Godfather when I'm playing because I've seen it a hundred times and it, I put on a show that I started wa I tried watching like 12 years ago with my dad and I didn't like it because I hated the main character it's like he's an asshole he's cynical he hates everything can I guess and then I started watching it again and now I fucking love it and I've flown through it jo each of you guess can I guess is it 24 it's curb it's curb your enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah dude. dude. Really? I, I, so dude, I'm, you are Larry David. I, you know what? I'm watching Don't it. Don't fucking like, tell him no, that. No, Taylor, could you do, at some point, they're half-hour episodes. It's on Amazon Prime, the first eight seasons. Watch it, and you'll see, like, because he, he gets mad at uh, um, things that people do that are irrelevant and hates <laughs> them for it. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, this is me. And then I've heard this from people before that I, I act exactly like Larry David. I'm obviously not nearly as brilliant as that man is. The guy created fucking Seinfeld. He's an all-time comedian genius. Mm -hmm. This might be funnier than Seinfeld. I'm fucking dying at this show. Dude, it's it's so politically incorrect multiple times over. The, the fa and it's all improv. Isn't Jeff Garland in it Jeff too? Jeff Garland. I usually don't like him. He's great on it. Mm -hmm. J.B. Smoove, I hate. He's great on it. Yep. Um, but it's it's all improv. And I like when they start laughing at each other because they, they don't know what they're going to say. Richard Lewis, who was King John and fucking Robin Hood Men in Tights is oh in it. Oh, my God. Dude, so are you like watch all... Have you seen all of it? For the most part, yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm, on, se I'm on season nine now. Mm -hmm. 
And, um, it, I, dude, I fucking love it. Like, I fucking love it. I, I, I hated it for the exact reasons that I love it now. He reminded me of myself too much. <laughs> like, he's literally, I'm like, oh, my God. He starts yelling about things. And I, it, beyond you, I've heard it from people for years. I, I've always heard him and Ruxin from the league is what I get a lot, too. You are, you are Ruxin, and, dude. It, but it, the, the cynicism is 100% me because I'm, I'm I realize I'm a fucking cynic. I'm well aware, and that's probably why I hated it. And it's fun, <laughs> it was funny because I love Seinfeld. And she George, didn't like looking in the mirror. And George, like, Cas- George Costanza was my favorite character, and George Costanza is Larry David. And I, I, I tried going back and like watching Seinfeld. I'm like, I can't now that I'm watching Curb. Like, it's too much. There's some episodes that are legitimately the funniest things I've ever seen on TV. I, even if I, I've tried, man, I couldn't get into Seinfeld even if I wanted to. Watch man. Curb, dude. Is. Curb is I, I. Some of the episodes they've done the the wheelchair the wheelchair girls he was dating. He put a wheelchair. <laughs> Uh, Susan and handicap Denise is what he had. There's a, oh there, there's a really funny episode in one of the later seasons where um, he's talking to Jimmy Kimmel. And, oh, uh, I just uh, with the, the assistant that yeah. he passed off on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just watched that one, dude. The, the people they get on is pretty crazy too. Obviously, the Seinfeld stuff you have, but then there's just random people in episodes. Rosie O'Donnell, I usually hate. She's great in her episodes on it yep. when they're competing for the same woman. <laughs> it, it, dude, I just watched last night the one with Bill Buckner. I couldn't believe that Buckner did this, and I yeah. like that he did it. He catches a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, I think you would like it because it's such like the things that we, even he's like that a little bit because we get mad about things that aren't legitimate a lot of the I times. Get mad about stupid shit. Yeah, we get. We I all got kind mad about hot dog water. Mm. I get the, mad the about the New York Spiral Post cut. picked up a fucking thing about hot dog water. I got water. so mad at, uh, one day at work last week. My boss is sitting there eating fucking uh, olives okay. out of a jar, and yeah. then he drinks the olive oh, water out of the jar. And gross. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, yeah, that's, dude? That's disgusting. That's psycho, but dude. The, there were some things on the show that I'm like, that's me. Like, I hate singing happy birthday to people. I always have. And then there's an episode where he didn't sing happy birthday to Ben Stiller. And he's like, I think it's stupid to sing the song. I'm here. I'm here. Like, I'm like, oh my God, this is too much me. Except the, no, you know, no Jew thing. Yeah. Um, but Taylor, it, it's a re- like, it's easy to put on when you're playing video games and you don't need to listen to it. Okay. You just leave it right there and you can just look up and down. It's not like one of those ones you need to be plugged in to watch. Well, that, that, that's why I play like sports games when I watch. Yeah. It. I well, that's, that's the thing. Like, yeah. I won't ever watch something for the first time while I'm playing a game unless I know it's a bullshit movie. Yeah. If it's like something that I like I would never watch I didn't want to watch uncut gems while I'm playing video games you know shit like that yeah, no, you I couldn't play pa- watch Parasite while you're playing video games I tried and it didn't work um, Josh you want to do these video things really quick yeah alright see Josh isn't happy about it at all I'll do the Chris Hansen one first okay so uh, I gotta give a shout out to uh, a listener a friend um, Jerry Emer um, uh, on Twitter, he's Paranormal Base. Um, he he sent me. He said it was an early wedding gift. It's like a year early, but whatever. Um, I appreciate. So, good. Hey guys, what's going on? This is Josh, audio video engineer. You watch, I listen. I just want to give a shout out to our listeners and apologize uh, for what you're hearing right now, which is my voice, of course, because uh, we lost the last 45 minutes of the episode. When I say we, I of course mean me. I don't know how it happened, but uh, it's my bad. Uh, so Dan, you can go ahead and. Uh, Yeah, you just got a car crash sound. I mean, listen, these kind of things happen. Uh, They don't happen when Josh isn't here, but they happen. Um, Come on, So what did we miss? Uh, You missed the Chris Hansen audio. Um, What else did we talk about? We talked about um, uh, Lethal Weapon 5. We're excited about Lethal Weapon 5. Hank being back on Better Call Saul, maybe some minerals. Um, We talked about the Craig Carton documentary. We talked about Joe Rogan and Stephen A. Smith being a cunt. Um, Joe Rogan being cool. Stephen A. Smith sucking. Shouldn't be talking about MMA. We gave our Super Bowl picks. Uh, Josh picked the Chiefs by 31-28. 
Um, Taylor picked the 49ers. 31-24. 31-24. And I picked the 49ers by 35-34. Um, we played the iTunes Top 10. They were all wrapped. There was some guy named Mustard in it. It was trash. Um, it was absolute know, trash. You know, we, we apologized for our gross incompetence, um, our ignorance, um, and yeah, I mean, it, the just, Chris Hansen video is on our YouTube if you really want to hear it. It's not even that funny. It's, it's, it's funny. It's there. It was just something to keep the dialogue going. We talked about trans people. Um, I'm not even going to say what we talked about because it could have been really anti, very transphobic. It wasn't, but it could have been. Um, well, now, now, now everyone's got to guess. Whoa. They can guess whatever they want. There's nothing to guess on because the audio's gone. It's just in our memory of conversation. You have no proof. So, Josh, I think uh, you're you're uh, we got we got to do something for you next week, and yeah. also make sure you don't. I, I think what it definitely because we had that happen previously where yeah. we, we put on an audio and it fucked up, dude. It's not a big deal. It's really not. I feel really shitty about it, dude. dude don't. Like, it's, fine. Get, it's, dude, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's cool. It, it happens. Be, it could be worse. We've it could had Kalucci. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we we lost all that audio. <laughs> oh, so let's replay so, that again, so shall we? Let me start again. Um, we talked about the new. I'll Knights put my headphones the, back on for we, that. We talked about the new Knights <laughs> of the Old Republic, and also we talked about um. Uh, the puking guy, and also we played the Chris Hansen audio, and also we talked about that. Lethal Weapon 5, said that and again. then we talked about Hank and Better Call Saul and everything like that, uh, the Craig Carter <laughs> documentary go. and everything like that, and uh, Joe Rogan, Stephen A. Smith, and everything like that, the Super Bowl picks you know, and everything like Stephen that. Stephen A. Smith, we're talking about MMA, not... Yeah, transphobic people and everything like that, and um, <laughs> yeah, and the iTunes Top 10, and also um, uh, we... Uh, My race car bed and everything also like that. Also the race car bed, the virginity, and everything like that. Experimented in college and everything like that. <laughs> and also with guys. <laughs> and uh, so we'll wrap this up again. And, and also he blows dudes with his mouth. <laughs> and everything like that. And, every- <laughs> and also and everything like that. Um, okay, so this is episode 86 of You Watch, I Listen. Um, Josh apologizes. We apologize as a team. We are a team here. If one of us fucks up, we all fuck up. Um, so Josh, no big deal. Could we be all should have been on it. It could have been worse. We could have not had the whole episode. You could have lost the whole thing. Taylor lost a whole episode of his podcast. <laughs> that podcast doesn't exist anymore. You had a podcast, and it ended when you lost our episode. Yeah, facts. <laughs> That's true. Um, <laughs> Unceremoniously. So thank you to Lobo Sound, to uh, Hashtag Shots for Lakes Podcast, and our friends over at BetDSI. Go place your Super Bowl bets. Use promo code YWIL. Place your deposit. Get a 100% bonus match so you get paid and get your free $25 wager. We'll see you fuckers next week. Play our song out, Josh. Yeah, the song well, let's see. Unless the audio part. cuts it off again. Unless it might. That would be, that'd be pretty. <laughs> Is the, Is did it, it cut, did it cut it? No, it no, didn't. didn't. It okay, didn't. so we know now. We know. All right, bye, guys. Goodbye. That actually turned out pretty funny.